0: Hello there and welcome to my podcast. I'm out here away from home, so I don't have all the equipment that I normally would have with me. It's been the case of the year. And I'm doing a podcast that really is not the podcast I wanted to do. It's not what I planned. It's not what I had in mind. But it would have been really fun. It's turned into really one talking about a friend of mine that just passed away, Leah Isabel. And oh, man. so hard to be dynamic. I know people like a podcast. They like to have guests and things like that I, I haven't done much of that but I've allowed it to be dynamic I wanted to have fun with this I was going to start getting people on because because my friend Raylan has been doing it and of course you know I can't compete with the Willie Nelson Museum I can't compete with her studio she currently has but I was trying to get this person on to Raylan's show too because I thought, well, you know, it, it's it's been a while since they've done a lot of the comedy they used to or talked in public. And it would do them a lot of good because I've spent the better part of a few years now talking to this person, Leah. And I wanted to do this podcast because I kind of noticed that for as famous as Leah was. For the most part, she didn't have much of an obituary. And I'm not slating anybody for that. (coughs) It's a hell of a thing in these times alone, let alone when someone dies now. But I wanted to... Think of Leah's life, how I met her, all that. Just, just kind of capture my feelings about her. I'm <coughs> having a drink to you, Leah. They say that we are only forgotten when the last person who knew us dies. And what that means is all these stories a person's life has. All the good, the bad, the crazy things they do. And trust me, Leah did some pretty crazy things. She was fun. She was a lot of fun. Um, Those mean more than any prominence of any award, anything that can be written up about you. Those are the times you've spent with your life with people. How to define Lee Isabel is very difficult. <clears throat> she was different to different people you met. Like, I mean, she had her thing that was professional uh, comedy. And then you get to know her personally, you got to see a personal side. But she was caring. She was a very caring human being. It still feels so weird me saying this. I just just spoke to her about a week, week ago. <clears throat> it's got to be over a week. It's been about a week, week and a half now. And uh, I feel... I did a short video. I feel guilt that i don't keep in touch with people like i should you know i have a lot of people and some of them may not i may not hear from with a week week or two and um with leah it could go two months i'd wait for text messages because she'd she'd post something on facebook usually a joke and uh she'd get banned <laughs> She get banned, and uh, you wouldn't hear from her for a while. And she'd text me and go, "Holy shit, I just got banned! I can't believe this." And that was that was Leah. How I met her is a long story. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got these allergies, and I'm, I'm I'm a bit emotional too, a good bit. I met Leah strangest way I've ever met anybody. First of all, she lived in New Bedford, Massachusetts. And I had an uncle, my dad's brother, that lived in New York City. And uh, Mike Mike had passed away. His wife, Gloria, was still, was still alive. And she would call. And she had a, that New York accent that... It was unmistakable. It was beautiful. Hmm. Always, always envy people that have that accent because they they can read or say anything and it sounds amazing. I don't have that. I've got this southwestern accent that I have to slow down my speech because people kind of blend words together here. Out there, they don't do that as much. They speak faster, but it's a New York accent. Anyhow, Gloria had that and. After she passed away, there was an estate that I was supposed to be somehow included in and it didn't didn't work out. I didn't, I myself got nothing from it. <laughs> so it was ri- ridiculous to me at the time. And I wound up dealing with all these, these cousins of mine that I, I really had no contact with for my entire life. Didn't even really know them, would know them if I saw them on the street. Take that for what it is when, like my father was born in 1927. A lot of my cousins are a lot older than me, so I'm not exactly, I didn't grow up around them. They lived far away. And my one cousin, I'd added him and we really, I quickly found out we didn't agree on a whole lot. Nothing against him. He said some extremely rude things to me that shocked me. And I was like, wow, you know, people don't talk like that where I'm from. And, well, this is this other woman had said something, too. And I finally got very upset about it. And I didn't want to deal with the situation. I blocked them. Apparently, this girl messages me, Leah. She says to me, oh, my God, you, you're you're a fighter. You're a fighter. And I just kind of laughed. I said, no, I'm not. And uh, she said to me, she's like, oh, you've to add me. You've to add me. And I said, well, I don't add people that I don't know. I usually it's just family and stuff like that. And she said, well, you know who I am. And I said, no, not really. And she was some famous person from the Howard Stern show. And... I kind of smiled because I'd, I'd vaguely followed some of the comedy of the Howard Stern show, but uh, it wasn't something I always followed. I know I liked uh, Jeff the Drunk was was pretty awesome, and there was uh, the little guy, I can't think of his name, Beetlejuice, pretty awesome guy. And I remember Leah. I don't remember a lot. I didn't watch uh, the show. You know, I I could appreciate the humor. So for that moment, like, I was like, okay. I still didn't know who she was. But she wanted me to add her, and I said, okay, fine. I said, I'm a writer. So it it was a weird friendship We, we picked up right there. And there are certain people you meet in your life and I'm talking from day one talking to her that you just click with them. And you may not always agree with them. You may not always get their humor. Some of it you may find find very not to your liking. And Leah had a few bad jokes, you know. I'll admit that. Leah had a sense of humor that some people didn't always get, but I liked it and uh, considered her a friend strangely because some of the friends I've known for many years I didn't even click as much <laughs> all this all this would be things in an obituary that would be mentioned this is my experience and that's very personal to me so back back to her I I found out she lived in an apartment in New Bedford Massachusetts with her boyfriend and she had a bunch of cats and she told me the story of each of her cats she'd rescued them uh one had been inbred with another cat that was related to it. I remember that story. And she had funny names for all of them. And they were always, unlike my cat, which is like Little Angel, they were always getting into stuff. And she was always cussing at them and talking sweetly these little names. And it, it cracked me up. And then then as she started, like, I, I'd talk to her on the phone and she'd send uh Voice messages. And she had this, this Boston, New York accent. I don't know what you'd call it. And a way of talking that just, it made me smile. It made me feel good about yourself. When, whenever you're around Leah, that that was the biggest thing. You couldn't help but feel good about yourself. She'd, she'd make you smile. And she'd go out of her way to make sure you felt good. And, you know, this past year especially, I'm going to jump ahead. I fell out of a tree, almost pretty much broke my back. And every day, it was me just, and I'm still dealing dealing with the effects of it, me just pushing myself to try to feel normal, try to be able to Sit up, just do different things just to get my bones and my spine and my ribs to heal. Being in this horrible depression, dealing with this pandemic. Leah was always there to check up on me, send me a message. Those those little little points of gratitude that people do. And of course, it would turn away from my pain into something silly, crazy. Uh... (laughs) A lot of things I can't say because they aren't politically correct. Leah was, was awesome. Leah said it like it was. She wasn't a bad person, but take it like it is. She would tell you exactly what she thought. And one situation in particular this year, after I fell a tree... I wanted her advice on it being that she knew Howard Stern and everybody she gave me some great advice and I might really jump on that one a bit I might might take her advice and jump on it and do what I wouldn't normally do but I think it's a good idea but anyhow she gave me some great advice and soothed my soul on, on the issues that's what a real friend does. That's what a real friend takes part in your life and cares enough. And admit it, a hell of a lot to me. So full life, just, just a week ago, I'm sitting there, well, more than a week ago. A week and a half ago, I was talking to her about it. A month ago, I wanted to get her on this podcast, and I said, Leah, I need to get you on here, we need to do this, and uh, I want you to tell some of these stories you have on here, and it's going to be hilarious, it's going to be fun, it's going to be an honor to who you are, and they're, they're great, they're inspiring, and... And she kind of laughed, and we tried. I tried getting this podcast because I don't have any of my normal equipment. I would have since this pandemic. I'm doing everything either through a tablet, a phone, or a computer. And as you know, all of you tried this with your jobs. It doesn't always work right, so it wound up being. I'm sitting there laughing to myself because I'm trying for. 20 minutes to get her onto this podcast. And there's some security setting on your phone that won't let you do it, (laughs) okay? So she's trying and trying. And in the meantime, she's telling me jokes and just trying to get the conversation. And we're losing the whole concept of what I wanted to do in the first place. We're losing that idea that... uh, I want to do this this podcast with her and tell jokes. We get more serious and talking about life and some of the problems she had. And when we did get to record a little bit, it, it didn't turn out. S- sometimes this thing will, even after the editing process, go wonky on you. So I deleted it, unfortunately, but it wasn't was up to par with what i wanted to do and i said to her we'll we'll do this again another time and uh but dealing with issues myself so she she was fine with that and we were going to do another podcast so i hadn't heard from her in about at least at least a week and a half the other day was about a week i didn't think a whole lot of it like i said there were times She'd be banned, and and her, her and I've spoken about this. She she'd lost a boyfriend, much the way as I'd lost somebody, and we had a big heart to heart about life, and we agreed the worst thing never happened is to go online to find out somebody died, and. uh... That's that's what happened. I usually don't look at her Facebook that much. But I saw that she had passed. And I, I was just in total shock. Total devastation over it. I couldn't do the podcast I wanted to. And. I'm saying to myself. This is not going to bother me. But it, it, it finds a way of all those little memories come up. And I can't begin to tell them all. Just there's the things we spoke about. <clears throat> a lot of it was, was was a shame. She'd be up late at night and a lot of times I work night shift. And I I tell her, I'd say, Leah, I, I can't talk tonight. I'm gonna go to work. Uh if you message me, I'll uh pick it up later on. And my phone would feel like I was at Vegas. <laughs> That's how much she she cared about people. Uh, Are you having a good day at work? Hope no, nothing bad's happening. I don't know how you do that job. And then something about her cats. And it, it was it was. I'd have thirty messages. And I'd be like, oh man. I felt bad because I couldn't answer any of them, you know. And there were times too. You got Leah on the phone you're going to be on the phone three hours because she's somebody that cares. She wants to listen to you. She wants to talk to you. She had a lot of different things that she would uh, talk about. And she'd send these voice clips too. I have every one of them. Every damn one of them I have it. And I sit there right now the past few days thinking about her. She was a She was a friend and she always said she had a crush on me. I don't know, but she uh, said uh, she liked my poetry. She'd bought my book. It was one of the last things we had spoken about and dealing with this whole pandemic. But we shared a lot of things in common. Leah was very intuitive. She liked doing ghost hunting. She did this, she lives right not far from a big cemetery and she would take pictures and I'd help her out with some of the research on things and she would go to a certain place and say, hey, you know, I saw this and felt this and we would find the story about it and um, the place that she lived too had the spirit of an old woman in it and she would get uh, voice phenomena from it. And then her boyfriend her had split up recently, but she she would never say anything bad about somebody. No matter how bad a relationship or anything had been, she would always say, you know, this didn't work out. And she knew she had her demons too. Leah was a very real person. And I'm I'm really going to miss that kid. I thought I could do this podcast and tell these wonderful stories about her and go on and on. There were a lot of great times. I mean, we spoke about a lot of things. Just recently, the last time we sp- spoke, her phone wasn't working and she needed a cab and I said, well, I can call it because she could call out at work, she could get people to call in, but they couldn't call out. She couldn't call out, so I, I had to order call a call cab for her, And I get this, I dial the number and I have her address written down. I'm like, okay, what's your address? I wrote it down, and uh, she's this guy is like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a cab driver, he sounds he sound like Crocodile Dundee, yeah, 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 okay, and uh. I need a cab at this location this time because she'd been in a car wreck and her car had been totaled. And uh, it it made me laugh. I'm thinking, I'm sitting here calling a cab for this girl. And I was honored to be be her friend. I could talk about the Howard Stern show and how she... She spoke very highly of Howard and loved everything he did. And She uh, she came from a very different world than I did. She came from a city life. So a lot of it I totally didn't understand, but uh, she spoke highly of, of, of the whole thing and her experiences. It's a silly gimmick she did. I won't even go into that. <laughs> So it's very adult, I'll put it that way. Everything Howard is uh, a humor that is a Lee's type of humor. <clears throat> the beauty of a life is not about how famous they were, the great stories, or anything. No. I was saying to a guy the other day that I found very, how can I put this, disrespectful in a lot of ways to artists that I know, different people saying, you know, you should do all this for free, and you should do this, and you should do that. I don't care if it's somebody that paints. To me, I feel... A lot of Leonardo da Vinci's paintings the world never saw. A lot of Michelangelo's sculptures the world never saw. If you take the Baroque, the Renaissance, the Rococo, early modern, late modern romanticism, most of the world's great art is only known on the wall where it sits. Most of the world's great writing is only known if it's published, and even still, an artist does not do their art for other people to get accolades, to be a marionette on a string, to be a singer that performs a certain set. I consider their true art being, when they're alone, just having fun with their friends, playing a few instruments and playing what they love. It's a very personal thing. And when you love an artist, whether it be art, painting, writing, music, or comedy, it's because you like who they are. Now, that was so much to Leah. All those things aside that made her famous and all those things that made her poor and all those things that which i can relate to all those things that worked against her because art is a double-edged sword what what is an expression is also a heavy weight it's a double-edged sword and leah had her demons I'm thinking about her in a lot of ways right now. I had a book I was going to give to her, actually, and uh, I never got a chance to. And The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. I think she would have liked this. The Prophet by Khalil Gibran is one of my favorite books. And... It speaks to your soul a lot of ways, just like the common everyday things Leah did to be a kind, caring human being were there for the benefit of your soul, and she would go out of her way, not caring what people thought she would she was a very honest in tune human being and for me as a friend to have met her that way get to know her get to love who she was and I loved you Leah you were a good friend I wanted to end this with this because friendship is a beautiful gift it's the fruit of the soul so in this story Mustafa is a prophet, and he's on this island where he's been for several years, and these people, his ship is to bring him back to the Isle of his birth. These people are wondering all these questions about life. Before he leaves, he answers various questions. The poetry in this by Gibran is phenomenal. So... I end with this and a youth said speak to us of friendship and he answered saying your friend is your needs answered he's your field which you sow with love and reap with thanksgiving and he's your board and your fireside for you come to him with your hunger and you seek him for peace when your friend speaks his mind, you fear not to nay in your own mind, nor do you withhold the neigh. And when he is silent, your heart ceases not to listen to his heart. For without words and friendship, all thoughts, all desires, all expectations are born and shared with joy that is unacclaimed. When you part from your friend, you grieve not, for that which you love most in him may be clearer, in his absence, as the mountain to the climber is clearer from the plain. And let there not be a purpose in friendship, save the deepening of the spirit, for love that seeks aught but the disclosure of its own mystery is not love. Let a net cast forth, and only the unprofitable is caught. And let your best be for your friend. If he must know the ebb of your tide, let him know its flood also. For what is your friend that you should seek him with hours to kill? Seek him always with hours to live, for it is his to fill your need. But not your emptiness, and in the sweetness of friendship, let there be laughter and sharing of pleasures. For in the dew of little things, the heart finds its morning and is refreshed. Thank you, Leah, Isabel. Thank you for the life you manifested, the friendship you gave me that was honest and true, and the silly beauty of every common conversation we had. Your name is written on my heart as a true friend. in the words of my ancestors. Tujimu Viknaja Punjat May you be remembered eternal memory in the eyes of God.